Okay, here's the situation. Our daughter Mia is leaving for her first sleepover. We have friends coming to stay, and we just got a puppy. So I go on Instacart and solve everything in one order from Kohl's. Fun PJs for Mia. Oh, new bedding for the guest room. And a vacuum cleaner that actually picks up pet hair. All delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. With Kohl's on Instacart, there's no sitch we can't fix. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to the Basically Famous Podcast, where we're taking our notoriety to the mic and no topic is off limits. I'm your host, Wendy. And I'm your host, Spencer. Each week, we talk about life's bullshit, our hot takes, and make one of you basically famous too. Hey, ladies. Hey, gentlemen. What's up? Welcome in. It's Monday. We're recording on a Monday. This hasn't happened in a hot little skinny minute. Well, last week we did, but this is like our normal recording Monday. We're on a schedule. Yes. Who are we? I know. I don't know. Who are we? Um, I was going to tell you, before we do our show today, I saw something that I'm very curious. Oh, boy. I feel like this might be a little hot take, um, but I saw it this morning as soon as I logged on the gram. It was like a little news article. I was like, oh, I got to ask Spencer about it. And why is the screenshot not here? Now I don't see it. But okay, so I got all the details. So woman with nine months left to live asks husband if she can sleep with her ex one last time. One. Like, does she know? Like, okay, I'm the spouse. Okay. Putting myself in the spouse's shoes. Yeah. Let's the first thing that goes through my head is like, Why? Mm-hmm. Why do you want to sleep with your, like mm-hmm. your ex? Obviously there's like context about like the relationship that would probably impact if it was like a fling that was just like mm-hmm. the best sex she ever had and she wanted to do it again. That would be different than like her first love or, you know, her right. like an ex fiance or some shit like that. Then I'd be like, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, has she already been in contact with the ex? Yeah. Does she know that it's a possibility? Cause I'd have a big problem with her. Like, you know, setting it up before getting permission to do so. Mm-hmm. And I kind of want to be like, well, if I'm going to lose you anyways, I'm just going to lose you now and you can go out without me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's how I would be. Well, actually, I wouldn't even be asking all them questions. The fact that you would want to do it is enough for me to know we're good. That being said, like of all the things you want to do that like pop in your head like the ex that's so weird to me right like so weird like of all the things that you would want to like I'm trying to go to the Bahamas I'm trying to go on a tropical vacation for a while but yeah if if Mike asked me that I'd that's like, like the first thing that comes up then yeah I, we're gonna stay married though because I want the life insurance but yeah <laughs> I'm gonna be like absolutely babe yeah you totally can do that and you're gonna need to live there yeah. Because we changed the locks here. Because somebody, like, that is so weird to me that somebody would want to ask that. I don't care any of the, I don't care if it was your first love. I'm like, yeah, I don't go care right on ahead and then they can take care of your dying ass. That's what I'm talking about. Because you're a little. <laughs> I'm not taking uh-uh. no time off work. No. I'm not Changing taking your diapers. No pe- sit in your dookie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh-uh. No remorse. Sit in your dookie. I'm too petty for it. I saw that and I was like, no, she did not. No, that's Ma'am. Can yeah. you not go to Utah or something? Climb a mi- a mountain? <laughs> you don't want to hike? <laughs> well, I thought that was weird. I wanted to get your little hot take on that. Yeah, no, I'm it's, I'm in the same boat. Okay, you I you would ask more questions than me, but well, but yes, I'm but just yes. thinking theoretically, theoretically. I don't know that I would ask those questions. Just in my head, and a totally wild, right, totally theoretical conversation. I got questions. We got we gotta we gotta know. <laughs> but you know, well, good luck, Sayonara. 
I'd just be like, go fuck yourself. Right. Die alone, bitch. That's right. Go have fun with uh, Susan or whatever. I don't know. Whatever their Susan. name would be. Whatever. <laughs> uh, he slept with his uh, babysitter. <laughs> uh, Gabrielle. Oh, Gabrielle Spicy. Sexy. She, she sounds like she'd be lining something up like that. <laughs> she sounds like a whore. She sounds like she'd be lining it up. I watched Desperate Housewives. <laughs> okay, so we just did a Patreon. We were talking about, um, you know, just yet another pre-K debacle. Man, so, weigh in on that. Sound off for me to let me know if we're if we're on track. Mm-hmm. Spencer, walk me through it. And I think we are. I think we have our decision. Um, but... We, so I put something up on stories last week and I was like, oh my God, this would make for an amazing episode. Uh, so I saw this meme, it was like a tweet Mm. and said, do you ever think about all the shady fucking places you went when you were like 15 or 16 and lied to your parents about and wonder how the hell you're actually still alive and not buried in a shallow grave, still clutching that UV blue. And I think about that shit. Mm. All the time. Yeah. Like when you want to know what keeps me up at night, it's where does outer space end mm-hmm. and why am I not already dead? I know. There were so many opportunities <laughs> that I could have met Jesus and yet here I am. Literally. Not crazy. I think Terrifying. part of it is, I mean, we had cell phones, but it wasn't like it is now. Right. You know, it just wasn't, it just wasn't the same. And so many people I think didn't have cell phones still, yeah. but like. We used to drive to the local 7-Eleven. That was the spot. Everybody from all of the schools mm-hmm. would go to this 7-Eleven because it was kind of like central. And we would wait and see where were the parties at. Yeah. That's where everybody would meet up. We had a BP like that. Same thing. And they had a little car club. Yeah. And then you'd just go. Mm-hmm. It would be, you know, people would roll up and be like, hey, there's a party in such and such neighborhood. I'd be like, okay. Let's I don't go. know who you are in that vehicle, but okay, let's Didn't go. Didn't matter. Didn't even matter. Didn't matter. You'd roll up into a house party not knowing a single soul. Mm-hmm. I mean, the terrifying situations that I have been in. I know. And I'm like, I this is why I like can't imagine having kids. Right. I'm like, oh my God. And sadly, even when I was like in my early 20s, like when me and Jamie, when I've told you some stories about like me and Jamie um when we traveled like we had no dollars to our name, like none. But yet we were in Miami trying to figure out a hotel. Sleeping in a lobby. Like, just putting mm-hmm. ourselves in harm's way. Yeah. Truly. Mm-hmm. For no good reason at all. Had oh. no business doing what we did, but we were doing it. I can remember when I first moved to New York. I, it was probably, like, within a f- few months. Which, that alone, I mean, I found my roommate on roommates.com. Mm. Okay? That used to be a thing. Roommates.com. Girl, I found mine on Craigslist. <laughs> and me and her are still friends. Like, she was legit. But I think oh, this ja- is when I, I had a little out. bit more credible. But honest to God, Craigslist. <laughs> What? Yeah, no, I scary. I had a lot of real sketch men and stuff trying to room with me, and some real weird women too. And then I found Mm-mm. Jack, and I was like, she yeah. seems like a safe space. Even people <sighs> meeting up to buy stuff off Craigslist, like oh, freaks me out. It, well, now, yeah, but th- like there was a time that we would be like selling a four hundred dollars cell phone, and people literally died over that. Yeah. I think I feel like I think I know somebody. I have to ask Mike. Who like disappeared a couple years ago to, to do like a deal like that, like a to sell something. He just he's gone. I don't know if they ever found him. Honest to God. Well, have De- you from heard this There's a girl on TikTok who lived through the experience. She went to she was pregnant and she responded to I think it was a Facebook Marketplace ad. It okay. was either Facebook Marketplace or Craigslist, and the person was selling yes. baby stuff. And mm-hmm. she went and the girl took cut, her baby right, cut yeah. out her fucking baby, and then went to the hospital and acted like yes. 
she lived. The did girl, you tell me this or did we just talk about this at the beach? We just talked. No, you and did you and I talk about it? Because I talked about it recently with somebody. Maybe it was you. Was it on our live? No, it wasn't. Well, then they told me about it at the beach because we just talked about this at the beach because I was like, do what? Like, you don't go to the hospital with no blood or nothing. No, we talked about it last week at lunch. Did we not? Yes, with Mike. We did. That's when y'all told me about it. You and Mike were talking about it. Yes. But yes, wild. Like, you don't really, like, girlfriend, you didn't have nothing going on down there. You just thought you were about to have a baby pop out of you and be like, oh, yeah, I just had the baby. Yeah. (laughs) Like, the doctor was, you were going to pull one over on the doctor? (laughs) But I think of, like, all the weird, like, terrifying experiences that I had growing up. Like, we were at this one house party. It was, I couldn't even tell you where it was. It was in the middle of nowhere. Mm -hmm. We knew absolutely nobody there. Actually, I think that's a lie. I think when we got there, we did see one person that yeah. like we knew I don't remember if it they were from our school or another school but somebody we did know how we found out about this party yeah no it idea didn't even we were literally in the person's house and somebody pulled a kitchen knife out and stabbed somebody else yes and so everybody's screaming running everywhere trying to get out of the house I didn't have my fucking shoes on it's mm-hmm. winter time leave them Timberland called 911 so we can hear the sirens coming. I'm going back in the house to go get my shoes and some guy grabs me by the throat, slams me up against the side of the house and punches me in the eye. Great. And I was like, what the fuck is happening? And then somebody like grabbed him and threw him on the ground and was like, what do you need? And I said, my shoes, they look like this and he went in the house for me and got the shoes so I could go back to the car. It was now, that was you, one of the craziest things. I can't things. believe you didn't die for that either. No, nah, nothing ever happened to ours. Like it should have, but it didn't. But like you were trying to go, you were about to die over your shoes. I still don't know. Was it the guy that stabbed somebody that punched me in the face? Right. Did I this make the news? I have no idea. But oh, the, when I tell you there was can't easily 200 people crammed in this little house, fucking blood everywhere. Did the person die? No idea. Girl, I, I'm telling you, we were... At least 45 minutes, if not an hour Google away from that. You got to Google like random. Couldn't even the tell year. you what year it was. Oh. I really couldn't. I can't remember if I, w- I was, guarantee I was in high school, but I can't remember how old, old enough to drive. So scary. So like, scary. Girl. Oh, um, we went home with two guys from 7-Eleven who we did not know. And they were like. The getting rides always trips me out. Oh. In like Myrtle Beach. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, where are y'all going? I don't know where you're going. Didn't think twice about it. Got, got right on in the car, people. Yep. Guys and girls. It didn't even matter. Let's go. Motels, parties, didn't matter. I'm like, how we have toenails sick. left on our feet from like not getting a toenail fungus. We'll never know. <laughs> Drinking PJ out of a nasty ass bathtub. Also, ew, how do we have guts? Yikes. Can't wait to hear everybody else. <laughs> Did you ever get roofied? No, not on, no. I almost said not on purpose, but I've never been roofied. So <laughs> that wouldn't have been. There was, so there was a frat house Mm -hmm. that we, at Michigan State, I won't Mm -hmm. say which one. Okay. That we used to go to all, I mean, when we went all the time, Mm -hmm. multiple times a week, we went to this frat house, knew the brothers, we were cool, we partied with them all the time, like would never have thought that something Mm -hmm. would happen. So we went to one party and they said, um, they wanted us, they had jungle juice, which I yes. mean, you know, Gen Zers listening yep. to the show probably may or may not know what jungle juice is, but it also was, drink that out of a bathtub. Yeah. It was literally like a kiddie pool or a giant, you know, bucket from the hardware store that they would, you just dump everything into mm-hmm. all kinds of booze, all kinds of fruit juice, soda, whatever. Disgusting. Disgusting. Um, 
So you had to flash them to get a cup of jungle juice. Okay. So all these other hussies are coming in the party and they're flashing them to get their jungle juice. And my friend Jen and I walk up and we're like, fuck off. Like, give us the jungle juice. We know them. We didn't think anything of it. Well, one of them definitely roofied me. And I was, when I tell you, I've never experienced anything like that. Yeah. It was like snow vision. I couldn't hear anything. I found a t- like a giant TV in the corner and I slept behind it. I like hid because I kept trying to tell my friends when I felt myself like going out of it. Yes. I said, something is wrong. I have to go. Like, I need you. I need you to take me home. And they're like, what's wrong? We just got here. Yeah. You know, they're all drinking. Yep. And I'm like, you don't understand. I was like, something is wrong. Like, and they're like, you're just drunk. I said, I've had one cup. Mm hmm. So, no, it ain't it. Anyways, yeah. I couldn't get anybody to take me home because oh. they just weren't, you know, they weren't thinking about it. And Mm-mm. we are not thinking that this place where we come all the time and, and we know trust everybody people. Yeah. And we trust them that they're going to do something like this. But there was one and he was just giving me some kind of attitude because we wouldn't flash them. And I was like, he got mm-hmm. mad at you. And so he gave you a review. Guaranteed. Sometimes so, Goldschlager hits like that. That's why I don't no, do that I, no more. And, and Jaeger Mm-hmm. See, I don't have any crazy stories like that. The, I mean, uh, me and I, Jamie ended up on a school bus one time that um, was a convertible in Miami. We cruised, <laughs> and it was during the Saints after party, and they had lights everywhere on the bottom of it, and they had the music up so loud. She's going to listen to this, and she's going to text me, and it's going to be hilarious. And they start off with Bad to the Bone. It was, burner, burner, and it, the lights were flashed I on the beat. I can picture it. Yes, I have pictures of this. I'll have to show you. And it was like, and let me tell you something. I don't know what they had pumping in that get convertible that school though. bus, but I was, oh, I'm not <laughs> mad about it. That's what I'm saying. Like, it was great. And we were like, yeah, we'll cruise. And then we learned all the saints after some, who that said, we going to beat them saints said, who that? I knew the Super Bowl Mambo. I knew all the saints parties. Couldn't tell me I wasn't a saints fan. <laughs> but that, like, I didn't have any, like, but I mean, ultimately, I didn't know any of these people. It was just random. Well, that's just it. It's they were still- like 45. They were our age now, but they were yeah. old to us then because we were 20. Yeah. But what? I'm like, I think back on like things that happen and I'm like, like, it's just crazy. Jesus ain't done with us yet, girl. No. We had a podcast to make. What? Amen. We're here to share the truth with y'all. So y'all don't make the same mistakes us and these people that she's about to read did. Yeah. Anyways, needless to say, um, we are not alone because we got alive. hundreds of Can't submissions be. of other people being dumb fucks. <laughs> so, Listen, it is a rite of passage. I don't feel bad for making stupid decisions. I'm just glad I didn't die. <laughs> I mean, really? No, I mean, listen, I've got some good stories to tell. I have some horrific stories yeah. to tell. So, but I have stories to tell because I'm alive. Yep. Uh, okay. So we're going to dive right in and read some of these. I told Wendy, I said, I can't wait for you to hear, hear some of these. These are funny. So this is one where I shared the first sentence on our stories. Said, my best friend and I went to Amsterdam on a total last minute whim while we were studying abroad for college. We thought we could stay in a hostel because, you know, college budget. Somehow the hostel we chose was just like the one from the movie. If you know, you know. We were scared shitless and disgusted and just could not sleep there. So as college kids do, we decided to go out and party all night anyway, and we'd deal with the sleeping situation when the sun came up. That was the best plan we could come up with. Anyway, whilst partying our asses off in Amsterdam, we met a guy who was alone, said he was a military guy, and we blabbed and told him our current situation, and he took us back to his hotel room and let us sleep there. When we left in the morning, we were like, what the fuck is 
wrong with us. Thank God he was an absolute gentleman, but we were completely wasted and most definitely should not have followed a strange man to his hotel room. Wait, it gets better. The very next night, we did the exact same thing. Had nowhere to stay, decided to keep on partying. We found another random guy who offered us his apartment that he was renting out that he was currently Uh, that was currently vacant. We followed him and stayed at said apartment for the night by ourselves. LMAO, again, thanks sweet baby Jesus, we didn't get murdered. Let me tell you, we were sloppy bitches having a blast and in absolutely no way were we making good judgment calls. Moral of my story is Amsterdam people are so genuine and honest and friendly, but please do not do as we did. Amen. (laughs) Damn. Okay. That's the kind of shit that you do. You know what's crazy is I just texted Jamie. I was like... So there was this guy, Chris, we went to Daytona bike week to work that for like a week or two or something. We didn't even get paid from these people, Star and Lola. They were on the, they were fugitives um, because they were writing us bad checks. So we didn't get paid all week. So we spent all of our money to go paid to work bike week to make money that we didn't get paid because they wrote bad checks and they were on the news for this. Okay. Love that. So Jamie found us a guy, Chris on Craigslist. I'm pretty sure I'm confirming now. And, um, we stayed in his house this, we didn't know him and, um, he packed our lunches every day. He had a sex swing in the, in the, I didn't know what a sex swing was. He actually worked <laughs> at a bar and we stayed, we woke up, there was a uh, pop tart and Reese cup wrappers. All that. We slept on an air mattress in his spare room. L- never met this guy. He wrote us little notes every day. Good morning, girls. Have a wonderful day. Very kind. It sounds very, very yeah. similar, except we were in Daytona, which might have been more sketchy than Amsterdam. I don't know. Bike week is wild. <laughs> but I'm like, I'm pretty positive when you were reading that, it triggered that memory. I'm like, pretty sure she found him on uh, Craigslist. And we stayed at this man's house. And then we went through all his stuff. We wore all his <laughs> masks and stuff. We put face masks on. And we have pictures um, of going through his, and there was a sex wing. I didn't know. She's like, yeah, that girl has this. We sat in it and stuff. <laughs> Nasty, actually, now that I'm thinking about it. Ooh. <laughs> I need to go take a shower. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Yeah. Other people did this, too, so it's not just us. <laughs> yeah. There's um, there's a lot of drunk driving submissions, and, like, I think everybody did that when they were younger, right? Right? I mean, right? sadly. No. I mean, listen, no. I definitely did. Sadly. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't never I don't even want to have Mm-mm. a drink no. anymore and drive but when I was younger I thought nothing of it which was disgusting and selfish and like yeah ugh. but definitely drank and drove and like knew better like literally knew better it was not that I'm excusing <sighs> it by any means Mm-mm. but it was also a different time because now we have uber and lyft and yeah it's easier to make it more convenient to get a ride it's easier to make smarter choices now there's literally no excuse correct at all like at all but no i again not excusing that but Mm -mm. the fact of the matter is it's much easier now to make sure that you are not doing but stupid isn't it shit. Crazy like how when you're younger, you don't really, even though I knew better, you don't think about dying. It's not like you get in the car and you think I'm going to die if I do this, or I could die if I do this. It's like, you know, better like, Oh, I'm not supposed to do this, but I don't know that my brain ever was like, Oh, if I do this, I could kill myself or someone else. Like I wasn't mature in that regard. And it happens all the time. Well, no. And I think that's a very common thing there with 
like when you're younger, you have invincible. Yeah. You just don't have that same sense of like, well, I'm going to be at every party that Fisher's at from the bushes. So I'm going to know if he leaves. <laughs> you and me both. I'm going to be stalking we'll him. Put on binoculars. Know, yeah. We'll look the like part. Black under eye. Mm-hmm. Ski mask. You let him get in that car and I know he's had a beer. You better believe we're going to be hot on his ass. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. Same. Poor Fisher. He's Poor so Fisher. fucked. Yep. <laughs> um, okay. So the next one. So this girl. So, well, I'm assuming girl says, when I just turned 18, I worked for the biggest cheerleading company in the world. Blue on blue with gold letters. If you know, you know. We worked camps in San Diego. Me and like nine other cheerleaders walked across the border and partied in TJ. I'm from LA and I'm Latina. So even now realizing how unsafe that was because we didn't tell our parents, etc., that we were heading to Mexico was so stupid. We all ended up getting back safely and then had to teach a camp at SDSU of like 800 cheerleaders the next day. SOS. Also, soon after, there was an article in the paper and story in the news about how a girl from the U.S. was in Mexico gutted and stuffed full of drugs and they tried to drive her across the border into the U.S. Insane. And I often think about how stupid and ignorant I was. I remember that the clubs we went to in TJ looked like someone's converted home that was turned into a club, and basically <laughs> <Clurb>. all the <laughs> club, and basically all the clubs connected to each other. There were people who would walk around with trays of blue alcohol and we were just Mm-mm. taking them like Tic Tacs. Mm-hmm. We also took cabs to different places. We could have so easily been kidnapped. Those are those stories that you look back when you're older and you're like... Guardian your, angels do exist. Yeah, and your gut is just, you, it just sinks. Like, you mm-hmm. just think to yourself, like, oh, my God, that is insane. That's giving Claire vibes, or Claire, Cher vibes when she was like, Daddy, <gasps> I'm not going to the valley. Yeah. It's like, get back here right now. Yeah. I'm getting Cher. Mm-hmm. What comes along with summer? Sweat, dehydration, all those things. Not but- pumpkins. Certainly not pumpkins, but we've got what you need to beat the heat, and that's liquid IV. Liquid IV's hydration multiplier is a great tasting daily electrolyte drink mix that utilizes the breakthrough science of cellular transport technology to deliver hydration to your bloodstream faster and more efficiently than water alone. When I tell you, it makes all the difference in the world when I'm feeling really parched. Mm -hmm. You know, when you just, you're thirsty, it's like no matter how much water you drink, you don't Mm -hmm. feel quenched yeah a liquid iv changes that completely for me favorite flavors for me strawberry and grape slap every time love them watermelon strawberry but the um sugar-free ones i've been drinking those the most Mm -hmm. so and as a bonus it has finally happened the sugar-free we've been asking for it literally for years and it's finally here they've perfected the formulation kept up the uh, efficacy standards and now it's available in white peach which is delicious lemon lime and green grape which is my personal favorite it's set to be your favorite bevy of the summer and beyond liquid iv has given our listeners 20 percent off when you use code famous at checkout place your order at liquidiv.com and use code famous to get 20 percent off jamie just responded we met him through that weird girl in vegas remember she came to our room after we changed rooms and she set us up with him she had worked with him in daytona before there that you sounds go. great because yeah. we did stay at a hotel that had gunshots outside the door in Vegas. So that's good. 
All right. This one. Uh, Our senior year of high school, my best friend and I went to this super sketch club near Dallas during a, quote, teen night. This was circa 2009. And Lil Wayne and Cash Money was all the rage, LOL. Well, the song We Be Steady Mobbin, ghetto anthem of the decade, came on and a bunch of people started fighting for no apparent reason. And people were trying to stab one another and someone even shot their gun. It was wild. My friends and I ran to the car and thankfully nothing serious happened to us, but we witnessed one redneck kid with a really nice jacked up lifted truck get a brick thrown through his back window it was wild we drove off and got lost in deep deep ellum if you're from dallas you know we were running out of gas and barely made it to the gas station around two in the morning it was insane oh and my parents thought we were at the movies and spending the night at her house well uh, duh <laughs> we didn't ever tell them where we were okay we were. can we talk about the 18 and over clubs though oh, like yeah how fucking creepy and, they were yeah so gross there's one in chapel hill i don't know if it's still there the treehouse it's upstairs like this little skinny stairwell it looks super sketchy in the daylight so you can imagine but here's the thing like, like i can remember going to the 18 and over clubs like when i was like 14 years old like 15 oh. years old like high school like we would go in yeah. when we were younger but even if even if you didn't yeah. you still have all these grown men yeah. That are coming and like grinding up on these teenage girls. It's foul. It's so gross. Why, as like a business owner, you would allow it should be like eighteen to like twenty one. That's what I mean. Like there should be a cap. Yeah, 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 yeah. If we can't get into your twenty one and up, you can't come into our eighteen and up. Right. Sorry, you're too. You've aged out. But like you know, there's no incentive Mm -mm. to letting people under twenty one into a club. No. Outside of drawing in other perverts who are older who are yeah. going to spend money buying alcohol right that like want to come grind on little girls discount you gotta go like that's so disgusting well if you just watch Ugh. how men even now me and a client we're talking about how girls dress now like little girls very revealing i get it it's a style but if you just watch from a distance the grown men that like gawk at these 14 mm-hmm. year olds it's so weird right it's fucking disgusting so it's the same and like you know they're coming in like you said to the club to like see the 18 like right your know. 18 year olds Let's... coming in aren't spending any money so where's no. the incentive right they're x'd all over like mm, yeah can't drink you're using them as bait yeah yeah no you're right it's Ooh. really gross it is gross and as a kid like i remember my parents having a big problem with this one that like i begged them for so long like Obviously, I would sneak in. Mm-hmm. But then once I th- was old enough to go, I'd be like, let me go. Because they would do teen nights, right? Like 16 so, or 17. Yeah. And I'd That's be like, the only time oh I God, ever please, went. like, let mm-hmm. me go. And they'd be like, one, it's a terrible area of town. And yeah. two, like, no. Why? Probably because they were smart they enough yeah, to realize like, what would be the incentive of letting a bunch of teenagers in and not capping the age of the other people that can right it's putting you in a weird spot right. for sure yeah i didn't really go to that i went many. anyways yeah. i just didn't go with their permission you know yeah <laughs> see what clad was doing at the bar oh god but the music really was good then I oh yeah of course you were playing britney spears pop music i don't see nothing wrong <laughs> with a little bump and grind all right Met my high school bestie for coffee and homework. How pure. She tells me she's been talking to a guy and he wants her to come over for drinks and I'm cool to go with. We are 18. We go to this guy's house. He's a licensed bartender, allegedly. Uh Well, said guy also has four other guy roommates. We both drank so much we blacked out and only have photos from their bathroom floor where we broke their their toilet, their towel rod. 
and peed in their tub. We apparently called two of our other friends asking them to come get us, but couldn't tell them where we were. Least to say, one of the guys put us in the spare bedroom where I vomited red velvet cookies on their beige carpet. Mm. They left cleaning supplies outside the door for me to clean the next morning. We also left at 7 a.m. because I had class and my friend had a dentist appointment. Still not sure how we walked out of that one unscathed. Honestly, that's kind of funny. And I would have done the same thing. I'd have been like, bitch, I hear you puking in there. Clean it up. That's right. The fact I don't even know you clean it up. Somebody's mama raised them right, though. Clean and supply. The fact that they even had them in their apartment is impressive. <laughs> True. But that's very nice of them. What a stand-up guy. Yeah. Clean it up, girl. I met several men in high school on the internet, and I would just go over to their house all by myself. Smart. Smart. Super smart. Met one guy, yeah. drove probably two and a half hours. Because he told you who he was, you know? So yeah. So you had to trust it, obviously. And then I pulled up, and it was like 2 a.m. Like, what? Yeah. Because it couldn't have been and then Charlie in someone's basement. all night long. Oh, well, that's it? That's nice. Yeah, because he was fucking weird. And I was like, I just need to... Why didn't you leave? Because you I tired? I was super tired. And I was like, mm, I don't feel safe here or leaving. <laughs> so I'm going to stay. I was like, well, I'm just going to stay. And oh. yeah, stay. I'm so, I literally was just waiting for him to fall asleep. And then mm-hmm. I left. Oh. I waited for his mom to wake up because he lived with his mom. Oh, my God. Of and course I was, he did. I was like, well, at least if someone else is awake in the house, he can't murder me. Well, he'd he, have to kill her too. She would have to help him move the body. <laughs> People ask that all the time. If I killed someone, would you help me do it, mom? Oh, God. Yikes. You could have been rolled up in an Oriental rug. God, there's just so many times I should have been dead. Uh, it's a tale as old as time. It was 2003. <laughs> oh, w- yeah. That's my year. I graduated <laughs> high school. I was 17, working as at a, a hostess at a breakfast joint. My friends were regulars, and some eventually started working there, too. We made friends with the slightly older-than-us line cooks. We all lived with our parents, so we often rented a hotel room in the cheapest motel, which has made it which also made it the sleaziest motel. One night, us girls were in the room while our of-age pals, ironically the motel was called pals, got us booze. Once they got back, we heard chaos on the porch, so we went to investigate while double-fisting Kukani's. What is that? I don't know. Kukani sounds bougie. It sounds too expensive for me in 2003. <laughs> <laughs> we open the door and see guns pointing at us. I'm in Canada. No guns here. It was the SWAT team breaking into the room next door. Cops yelling at us to get in the room. It was intense. Oh, my God. I would have shit my pants. Yeah. <laughs> I still want to know what the Totani's was or whatever. Kukani's. Co- okay, look it up. All right. I'm, I'm going to spell it for you. K-O-K-A-N-E-E-S. Uh-huh. What the hell is that? Wait, K-O-K-A-N-E-E? Yeah. It's popping up salmon. Oh, beer. Hold on. Beer's next. <laughs> There's salmon and beer. Kokani beer is salmon. a British beer. I told you it sounded fancy, y'all. Kokani. All right, skip this one. Oh, I don't want no one-minute read. Yeah, it's from Anheuser-Busch, and it's sold in the Columbia, British Columbia. Hmm. Interesting. Wow. I've never heard of her. Hmm. It's trading as bud on the new... Wait. It's trading as Bud on the New York Stock Exchange. Does that mean it's Bud Light? Or Bud, I mean? What? I don't do stocks. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. know. Y'all Google it. But it's also salmon. If you oh my Maybe God. she had salmon sandwiches. Maybe. Mm, two sandwiches. <laughs> Pinkies up. Look. <laughs> double fist and sandwiches sounds more like what I would have been. <laughs> I'm hungry. This one... I'm going to die. Okay. Kay. When I was 18 or 19, I was a wannabe model. I would respond to Craigslist ads mm-hmm. and MySpace pages of photographers 
quote, looking for models or looking to build their portfolio. Oh my God. <laughs> Catch me on Model Mayhem. Is this me? <gasps> I was literally I still going to bring profile. up Model Mayhem. Okay, hang on. Oh my God. I met multiple male photographers at random and secluded places to take modeling photos. One location was a large storage unit that the guy had turned into a studio. I walked in and he closed the metal door down behind him. One location was an old out of business bar restaurant that was shut down and off an old dirt road so scary to think back now luckily nothing ever happened to me and all the photographers seem to be legit thinking back now i should be so dead what was i thinking oh my god i totally did it mayhem i want to know what millennial girl did not want to be a model and go on model mayhem and upload her best myspace photos no i had ruins but you're gonna die because for some reason model mayhem popped up in my like memory bank this was maybe two months ago unless they've archived it okay here we go here we go 19 i haven't i guess it's been a while why did i have look my whole thing oh it says 38 now see more details all right y'all skin color skin color tanned you better believe it and let me tell you what i put also i am a woman i have curves i am not a stick i eat i love my body if you are looking to have a photo shoot with a pencil you have the wrong girl i <laughs> but hold on look all right no no no. you're gonna die oh my god i swear to god i said i don't care you're gonna wait. but also i need y'all to understand i was five two and one oh five like, those are my stats. Like, yeah, I love to eat. I got curves. <laughs> Listen to this. I'm are y'all ready? Screaming. So I was probably like 24. I'm into, I'm into modeling and acting. I love photo shoots and getting all dressed up. I enjoy working out, <laughs> competing in pageants, modeling, dot, dot, dot. I'm easy going, and I love to have fun with different shoots. I just moved to the Orlando area from North Carolina. Star, star, star. Basically, I'm looking to expand my port. I've done photo shoots and the person never gave me any copies of my work. That is rude and very. And very unprofessional. I am not looking for anything but great photographs. I will list them on my website with your permission. And I will also give you photo credit as well. Let me know if you want to shoot smiley face. I don't pay photographers. I see it as a compromise. I help you build your portfolio. You help me build mine. Please note, I am not interested in doing nude photo shoots. It's just not my thing. Thanks. <laughs> and then I listed my TV and film. Y'all were asking me about my TV oh and my film. God. And then my print stuff, my photo and live event stuff, my training and my awards. And then my theater and then my commercial. And then let's Twitter, MySpace, and my Facebook. Wendy Petty fans. See you in Cyber World. <laughs> 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 There she was. Goodbye. Oh, my God. Well, she was sassy. If I ever heard it. She had a dude. Bye. <laughs> she said, I'm fucking unbelievable. This right here was sketchy. My brother went me that one. It was somebody oh I met God. on Craigslist that took me to a parking garage, and I went in a room, and my brother was a policeman. I made him go with me, and the man asked me to do something. My brother said, she is not doing it. I'm going to let you know right now. But, yeah, girl, she was a, <laughs> she was a, look, little silly goose tree. <laughs> Y'all, like a senior photo. I'm look not jaw put John uh, John no. Paul photography was ugly watermark. Oh my god, I'm so dead. I am so glad somebody mentioned. <laughs> not the so- you that was have a to selfie. post some of these, Spencer. I will. <laughs> 
That was a Hawaiian Tropic. Fun. Y'all, we were going to post some of these because I am so ugly and you couldn't tell me nothing. Couldn't tell me a thing. Not a thing. Look, I was Jessica Simpson. I can't. Okay, but here's the thing. If it wasn't Model Mayhem, you know, DIY in the modeling industry, it was those fucking, um, what was it called? Barbizon or whatever that would set up at the mall. Yes, girl. And they would take your money because we also got got My family, okay. they take all your money. I hope to God she doesn't listen to this, but Uh-oh. I had a friend in middle school. Okay. Okay, I won't even say her name. And this girl, bless, she had a five head and then some. And like, not not it. But again, you couldn't tell this girl nothing, okay? She was stunning, gorgeous, smart, talented. She was going to be a star. Right. Okay, so I will never forget the day she called me and she goes, the day finally came. I got signed with an agency. I'm a model. Get and girl. she starts telling me about how the... the Barbizon? Bi- yep, Barbizon at the mall. They saw her strutting through with her Abercrombie bag with her one, uh, you know, shirt in the back, whatever, right. you know, with the writing on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they stopped her and they said, you have to be a model. And I remember... Not their sales pitch. They didn't hit her with the sales pitch. She... Oh, oof. They did. And when I tell you... I was at my other friend's house. Now, my other friend, her mom, real fucking funny. Mm-hmm. Because she and my this other friend, just like her, they say things that were so fucking rude and condescending, but would have no Hilarious. idea they were, were oh, rude okay. and condescending. Mm-hmm. And that was what made it funny. <laughs> this is the same friend who used to tr- try all the gifts uh, before okay. she would give them out, right? Yeah. She would buy a bunch of gifts, try everything, and the ones the things she didn't like would be what she would give out for Christmas gifts. Yes, I like her style. Yeah. So her mom, I was at her house, and I got off the phone, and I told them, and her mom was like, her? Oh, no. She's far too ugly to be a model. <laughs> that This is a scam. <laughs> I was rolling. And then, and then her mom spent an hour talking about how beautiful her daughter and I were and how yeah. we should be models. And I was like, this is, Better why, believe I, it. This is why I love you. Barbara's I want to sign y'all immediately. But this girl's entire world changed. I mean, when I tell you she was so full of herself. Hitting people she, with a Z snap. She and told just, mm. everybody under the sun she was a model. She just signed with an agency. You couldn't tell her nothing. She's like, I'm going to be in the JCPenney's catalog this fall. Catch me oh, she in got, a Sylvester she shirt. She got like two print jobs in a matter of like three years, you nice. know? Yeah, she was killing but it. When I t- she, she well known right now? So- she basically famous? Oh, totally. Okay. Yeah. Um, she shelled out so much money doing all the classes and mm-hmm. the training. And I was like, I don't, I think this is not normal. So I actually like, can't believe to be making you money. Right. Well, that's what I was gonna say. I can't believe cause John Robert powers was the same way. And like, of course we all did it when we were younger. And then my mom was like, no, if you're going to be a model, they pay you, you don't pay them. And right. I really did have an agent that always said that to us or like, told me that she really did get me jobs that paid me. Now she got her cut. Of Correct. course. And then mail me my check four months later. But anyway, I can't believe I don't have that on my little thing because I used to be like, I, uh, I forget how I used to tell people, but I would tell them like, I'm the model. You pay me. Obviously I don't pay for talking first. I see it as a compromise. Rude. Oh, Damn. Wow. Cool. Oh God. Cool. That's good. I'm okay. glad we did that. <laughs> this might end up having, we might have to do multiple parts because some of these are good. Yeah. Uh, there was this time that I hung out with my friend and her friends from court ordered AA. Well, they all got hammered. And then my friend drove her car into the ditch in someone's front yard on the way home. Or 
with the same friend when we met guys at the county fair and we went back to her uncle's exotic animal farm. Or maybe in college when my friend had a party out in the woods and it turned into a brawl. Or when I'd stay out at a bar or party after my friends left, hit a parked car trying to light a cigarette and told the cop I dropped my phone, met a random dude off MySpace. Jesus Christ, 17 to 22 was a time of terrible choices. I love it. (laughs) You live, girl. You live through it. Like you said earlier, you got some stories. Yep. Got some stories to tell. We used to sneak our parents' booze and party favors after everyone went to sleep, sneak out and have someone drop us off on the Blue Ridge Parkway to hike trails and, quote, ghost hunt. We would be in jail or eaten by a bear or mountain lion. Or we should be in jail, eaten by a bear or a mountain lion. But also what party favors? Pills. Oh. I'm like, what kind of party? Okay, I'm like, wow, what kind of, like, streamers? Never mind. (laughs) What kind of goodie bag? Did they put, like, ring pops in them? Yeah. Uh, And we never came home without a, quote, souvenir that used to be government property. (laughs) Winky face. (laughs) Uh, If we were camping, whoever fell asleep first typically got a firework mortar aimed in the general direction of their tent. What's that? Say it again. Firework mortar. I don't know what that is. Sounds like a potato gun to me. (laughs) (laughs) And the smoking spot for kids at my high school was hiding behind the propane tanks because I'm sure they were hoping we'd just take each other out with stupidity. (laughs) (laughs) School explosion. 14 teens died because they're... No, actually, let's not say they died. They blew their arms off (laughs) because they're smoking. (laughs) You would have been back there when you lighten them up. Yeah, let's be respectful. (laughs) Oh my God, that's crazy. So dumb. (laughs) The fact that you live through smoking through the fact that any of your people in high school live through smoking behind the propane tank, propane tank. That's a tongue twister. What? So we went to a house we thought was abandoned, went inside and found mail, food, etc. That was 10 plus years old. One time we thought we heard a baby crying, got scared and ran out. The next day there was a crib out by the driveway we moved a trash can one time to try and get in the garage next day it was moved back to where it was before multiple things like this happen on the regular turns out we think it was just a hoarder that actually still lived there because it still had electricity and running water and we just kept going into their house while they were home oh (laughs) my god Okay, imagine how terrifying that would be thinking a house is abandoned and then you go in and like uh-uh. it's somebody's like living there, somebody's home. Especially like a hoarder. <gasps> like, oh. I'm like, I'm so sorry. I thought this was an antique shop. <laughs> I was just you would what? be quick-witted enough to think of that. Ew, oh my God. Ugh. I was 15 and went to a motel with six of my friends with a guy who bought us our alcohol and a guy in the room next to us called the cops. We all got arrested and had to go to court. I was on probation for six months. My mom refused to pick me up, so I begged my sister to, and she basically made me tuck and roll at the house when she dropped me off. Another time I blacked out, I was probably 15 and woke up to my phone burnt to a crisp, like deep fried, and told my mom it got ran over. That was the end of my weekends. (laughs) <laughs> like you're grounded forever. What happened to your phone though? Like, did you ever find out? That's weird. I mean, if it was deep fried, were you with a carny? <laughs> did it really get deep fried? No, iPhones can blow up though. Don't you remember reading those stories? I do, but I don't know. But you probably would have felt that, or you would have had your hair singed on one side. Yeah, I grew up in rural 
Southwest Iowa, there wasn't much to do, so we obviously had summer parties in cornfields. Whenever another car would arrive, we would run to the field not knowing if it was the local sheriff or another partygoer. We, would of cor- we, of course, thought we could dodge an MIP by running into the cornfields. Instead, we ended up with those huge-ass Doc Martin sandals covered in an inch of mud to the soles and making it incredibly challenging to run the next time. Oh, MIPs. Probably had some good quads. It's a great workout. It's like running in sand. <laughs> running through mud. Look, that's like running in sand. Yeah. We used to party at an old abandoned farm, and this one, this one farmyard, we would go into the house and jump off the roof. So stupid, right? Well, my mom and I just went school shopping, and I got a brand new pair of silver jeans. I ripped the crotch climbing out of the window of the house. The next morning, I also noticed all the grass stains, so I washed them and told my mom they ripped while putting them on. She returned them, and I got a brand new pair. I mean, that sounds like a win-win. Dang, yeah. And who took those back? It must have been Nordstrom. They'll take anything back. Anything. You can literally lie. I took some old Juicy Couture jeans back one time. I don't even think I got them from there. <laughs> but they gave me a credit. There you go. Um, I remember this one party. I got, It must have been my senior-ish year, I think. I had this one white halter top, and that was like the white halter the top. top. That was the move, always. It, the move mm-hmm. and of course in the summer I looked like a piece of leather I was so tan and yes my nipples didn't face the floor then mm-hmm. so I could wear it without a bra and like it was just it was my thing right yep. low-rise jeans this white halter top that was like my summer my summer look yep. one party I got so fucking hammered that I passed, I said, I, I just need a little snooze. I just need a little nap. And so I laid down on the grass and I took a little nap. It's like nine o'clock at night. Not in the white tank. In the, in the white tank. When I tell you the little place I decided to take a snooze, it was a tree where all the berries had fallen. So my white tank turned into a purple tank. Uh, and it was, I was like, what the hell happened? <laughs> I didn't even know. I was like drunk Is and it was dark and I was so mad. I went in the house and I said, I didn't wear a purple tank. I was, like, I was so, so confused. And my friend's mom bleached it. She washed it and bleached it and got it as close to white as she could so that my mom didn't ask any questions when I went home the next day. And you still had your tank and I bet you still look nice and tanned when you wore it. Oh yeah. It was lavender. Yeah, it was. It had a light, a light hue. But you, you know, know what? Lavender, lilac, whatever. It's having a moment right now. You would have been right on track. We should have kept all of our clothes. <sighs> well, I couldn't fit so in any of my it. clothes, but you know, cry about it. Well, I had curves, so <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I am not a stick. I am not a stick. I have, I am Would a you woman say no, with a curves. pencil. And that way, if you're looking a for a pencil, you have the wrong girl. <laughs> it's the attitude for me. Same. Like, who did she think she was? Oh my God. Okay, so the next one she says, ha ha ha, high school graduation night, went looking for a party and found what we thought we were aiming for bonfire, people, alcohol. Turns out it was a Viking cult. Not kidding. That is what they told us as they welcomed us to stay. I saw a cauldron over a fire, not the party we were expecting. I'm going to need you to Google Viking cult right now because I, I don't thought you were know- looking at my crotch. Because I, mm-hmm. I oh. when I put that down, it was my, you were looking at my phone, but it was oh. sitting. I was like, my bad, girl. A Viking cult? Viking <clears throat> cult. It sounds like a person's name in the south. <laughs> All right. Viking cult. Oh. Oh. Thriving cults are harming young people in Nigeria. Female Vikings are called Vikings. Is that right? Uh, I don't know. Or is it this? 
I don't know. We're going to have to Google that. I'm very curious. That, but, no, that's weird. Okay, well, I Googled Viking cult. Uh, okay, we'll do a couple more here. Uh, went to Florida during high school right after the BP oil spill in 2010. My friend and I got shit-faced, went skinny dipping in the ocean in the middle of the night, ew, and passed out on the beach with some random guys, woke up fully covered in oil and sand, worst hangover of my life. Uh, you had no. sand in all the nooks and crannies. Oil. Mm. Oil. I can get past the sand. I can't get past the oil. Yeah. Dawn probably wouldn't even have cut that. <sighs> oh, my God. Imagine if they, like, had sex on the beach like that. Hopefully, hopefully you didn't. Gross. That's, you know, I just can't. People are like, oh, sex on the beach. There's nothing sexy about that. Sand is tough. Sand. Wind. I felt the earth move (laughs) under my feet. I got the chub rub from sex on the beach. Okay. Uh, As a 16-year-old, a friend and I rode an hour away to the beach with two Marines who were in their early 20s and stayed out late. That sounds familiar. If you did that, if you were from North Carolina or, or wherever you're from, obviously, we all did that. Well, whoops. We were Marines. You had to trust them, right? We grew up. Okay. So we, our beach, like where we would go, like I grew up in Michigan. Mm -hmm. We lived very close to Grand Haven, which is where the Coast Guard is. So, and also like if they were Marines, don't they do like a background check or something? They're credible, right? (laughs) Yeah, sure. (laughs) Sure. Isn't there like a screening process or something? Yeah. Do they ask them questions? Yeah. Are you slightly unhinged? You're perfect. Great. (laughs) Mental issues? Check. Yeah. Um, so they went to the beach with these two Marines and stayed out late. Nothing crazy happened. I think back about uh, what could have happened, though, and we were supposed to be at each other's house. So our parents never knew, which I think is really like just the moral of the story. Like we all we all did would it. have been royally fucked because our parents thought we were somewhere we wouldn't. We were being really good liars, obviously. Obviously. Or our, our parents were just tired and they just didn't care. <laughs> my parents weren't even tired. My parents were young. Like I was telling a client the other day, I'm 38. My mom had a 18 and a 17 year old right now. Like my brother already graduated. Can you picture me with an 18 year old right now? If I was like, hang on, Spencer, let me go give Fisher, who's 18. Like what? No. So she won't even tired. She probably just like dealing with me. Cause I same. mean, true. Cause same. Cause same. <laughs> All right, so we'll, this will be the last one. So she says, oh, Lordy. So I was banned from seeing a certain older boy, but I ran into him late one evening. He was toasted, but we wanted to hang out, so he told me to drive his truck. First stop, field party. We make our way out to the field, and as I'm pulling in, there are other cars just ahead of me, and suddenly, there it is. The red and blue lights are lit up, spotlights flipping on, and kids running everywhere. I bust a U-turn and get the bleep out of there. Next stop, house party. He's giving me back road directions when he falls Oh, he's giving me back road directions when he falls asleep. Bleep. I only know one way to get there, so I turn around. Oh, so I need to turn around. Did I mention I was driving a stick shift dually on a small town country road? So sleeping hot boy beside me has now fallen sideways. I need to shift, but his head is in the way. I tried to move him, but he's heavy, and I figure he's asleep, so he won't remember. I hit the gears, and his head hit every other shift. Make it to the house party. Hot boy wakes up. Everyone is challenged to hand 
yeah, handstands, and Hot Boy gives it a go. Nope, not good. He comes down crashing on their glass coffee table, shatters it just in time for me to realize it's almost my curfew. Load Hot Boy back up and head home. Only I'm not supposed to be with him, so I park his truck and his sleeping body three blocks away and run home. To this day, I have no clue how my own car ended up in my driveway the next morning. Oh. Huh? Also, he was really tired. <laughs> so sleepy. So tired. Ooh, that's always the worst when you like don't remember getting home. <laughs> yeah. There are I I have a few stories that I don't want to tell on the podcast cuz they're embarrassing quite honestly. Um because they involve driving home under the influence and I don't approve of that behavior anymore. No, we don't. Don't drink and drive, don't do drugs. Yeah, but one thing that I, one funny story that I do recall is um, we got home, I won't say how, and we were like, you know, when you get home from the bar and you're ravenous, you need food mm-hmm. and stat. And I was like, I want mac and cheese. So I have no recollection of this. This is my mother's retelling of the story is she came into the kitchen and my friend and I, this is my parents' home, by the way, so... I came to their house to sleep in their basement. Oh, okay. Okay. Had had an apartment, but I went to my parents' house with my friend. So my parents and my brother live in this home, and there my friend and I are stark naked in the kitchen making mac and cheese, except we're not actually making mac and cheese. It's just a cold pot of noodles because the, uh, the stove isn't on. So you're blind <laughs> when you didn't turn it on? No, we're just stirring <laughs> yeah. the mac and cheese. And my mom was like, go downstairs and put some clothes on. Like, what the fuck are yeah. you doing? And I will make you mac and cheese. And she said she made the mac and cheese and she came down and we were passed out on the couch. Mm. Still naked, but oh. on the couch. So she just threw blankets over us. Called her today. Yep. Good night. And then I'm pretty sure we ate the cold mac and cheese in the morning. Of course, because that's so good. So and cold good. mac and cheese slaps. Yep. The shells. <clears throat> yeah. But oh, man. So many, so many tales. We're definitely going to do this again. And we want some more juicy stories. It like, is comforting c- to know that we're not alone we're not in the our stupid ones. decision making, you know? Right. I, I need to hear some like where you went to jail or you like lost a foot or you wrecked a car that you're okay, obviously. Like yeah. we want to hear really like ones yeah. that didn't pan out so great. Yeah. Oh. luck wasn't on your side, but you didn't die. Wow. Well, this will definitely have to be a part one. Yes. Um, because there are so many other good ones, and I'm sure that there are plenty more to share. Hopefully, this jogs so. in people's memories because that's what was happening to me. Man, I was really thinking I was not a bad kid, and then we started doing this. And I was like, "Well, dang." <laughs> uh, I just need everybody to see your model mayhem photos. That's it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, we'll post and share all the things. I still owe you my Coolio photo, so I'll get that up this week. And um, have a good one. We'll have talk a good to week. You soon. Bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Basically Famous, available on YouTube and anywhere you can listen to podcasts. We'd love for you to subscribe, rate us five stars, and leave us some words of affirmation. And don't forget to call or text the hotline at 919-867-6776 for your chance to be basically famous. XOXO! Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? 
Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Every year, one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts for up to 89% off USPS and UPS services, so your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. It's like your own personal post office. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.